You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. This is Maritas Velasquez with Chirp Radio, and I am in the studio with Diagonal. Hey! Or at least half of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of us. Yeah. Uh, I'm Dan Jarvis. I play lead guitar. Uh, Alex Bromley, play rhythm guitar. And I'm Dale Price, and I play bass guitar. So tell me about how did Diagonal first form? Basically, me, Jarvis, and Chris were in a Joy Division tribute band that kind of started as a one-off Halloween show, and it was fun, and we kept going at it. The lead singer, who's in Charlton, he moved to Seattle. Yeah. Which is a great band to check out. So we decided to kind of keep playing. Then another band started up, Natural Causes. That ended. And we just kept playing and slowly pieced together the rest of the band around that. So the three of us have been playing. This will be our third band together. So it's just been kind of morphing mm-hmm. over the years. And like Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like Power Rangers. <laughs> We're Voltron, you know. <laughs> I've been friends with Andy for a long time. And I ran into him at my job, which I went to worked at Chicago Music Exchange. And he was... Talking about how you really wanted to start like a kind of a shoegaze band, I was like, "Oh, we're we're kind of starting like a, sh- a shoegaze psychedelic thing. You should come play bass and sing a little." And we realized he wasn't great at doing both, so we eventually brought in Dale, who was fantastic on bass, and Andy could just focus on his singing. Well, well first it was Silas. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we should talk about Silas. Silas, who's now a guitar player, uh, he was our bassist, and I was supposed to fill in for one show. I learned the entire set, and the show was canceled. Um, and I then I remember that. Yeah, the show was canceled. <laughs> so I went to see these guys the next show, which was at Empty Bottle. And first time I'd really spoken to Silas, he's like, Yeah, I, I don't play bass anymore. You should join the band on bass, and I'll switch to guitar. Yeah. So, and then yeah. drunkenly towards the end of the night, they just ran up to me and said, Okay. Dale's gonna play bass. I'm gonna play guitar. <laughs> and I just kind of nod, like, all right, yeah, yeah, all right. Sure. no tryouts or anything. We'll it's yeah. it like, all right, you're a bass player now. Yeah. Cool. I, knew, I knew Dale. I knew Dale <laughs> that time. Yeah, so this new EP that's coming out soon, it, it seems like it's coming out pretty quickly after the full length, which I think you had been recording or you had worked on for almost a, over a year. Oh, or no. I mean, if you was, include some of the songwriting, yeah. yeah, it's a long time coming because we had a lot of these songs. Uh, year before the actual release yeah but we, we kind of cheated i mean we had was it almost 20 songs that we had yeah about 18 to, songs 18 is what we 19. tracked initially yeah so and we kind of yeah, just kind of picked through and for the album these were the ones that we felt you know kind of meshed together the best and we had some stuff left over when we got back from tour we kind of thought well let's go back into the studio see what we have and we kind of mm-hmm. came up with the CP that's coming out. Awesome. Um, how would you say these songs are, are different or maybe evolved from the full length? Um, my favorite song is on this EP. <laughs> uh, it's probably the most poppy, I would it's say. Pretty, pretty damn poppy. It's probably the poppiest thing I've riffed on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's old too. Yeah. It's two years old. <laughs> I think it's probably the second song we wrote when I joined the band. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there's things that are like super poppy and catchy on it which we didn't have a ton of on the album 
There's also right in the middle, there's uh, Wise Mary, which is probably the most shoegaze we've gotten. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's kind of. The other one Dale was talking about is the title or the opening track, Spending Time. Yeah. <laughs> For those keeping track at home. Uh, <laughs> for, the, for the CEPA fans. Yeah. yeah. And then so the CP has our first just full instrumental. Yeah. Something that we did in the studio when we were recording, you know, for the album. We listened to it a few times and we didn't, I mean, at least me, I didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things like, and then Andy was like listening to it. He was just like, I don't know what to do vocally. And like, so it sat. We came back and listened to it. Then that's when Fox, you know, really got involved and started throwing different ideas and kind of made it more synth heavy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of a weird psychedelic craft work thing now, <laughs> which yeah, is kind real, of different. It's sort of drivey. We'll uh, you know, probably shop it around to some movies, TV yeah. shows, <laughs> procedural dramas. But I think uh, it should be the intro for like the Bulls or something. Oh, yeah, like, like, it had like yeah. that big like yeah, it's a bit Alan Parsons anthem almost. <laughs> yeah. Thing. yeah, Alan Parsons there. But um, <laughs> I, what I really like about this new EP is it's pretty diverse. I think. I mean, I mm-hmm. think the album was diverse in its own way, but stuck kind of in that garage like pop realm but this one kind of jumps around like Dale was saying the opening tracks super catchy poppy gets a little shoegazy gets instrumental gets kind of like 90s rock eventually and then it closes on a little more ethereal pop song yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of ballady spacey kind of thing at the end yeah are there um, yeah. like <laughs> a specific other bands that you use as a point of reference for, in your own writing or for these songs or that you drew inspiration from? I always bring The Cure in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I They're think, one of my big influences. You know, with, with being six of us, there's a lot of influence. Like, we all mm-hmm. have similar tastes, but mm-hmm. obviously all of us have bands that we're really into that others aren't. And, you know, I never at least with me, try to, like, man, I want to get that sound, but you play something and your influences are just going to come through. Yeah. And I think that kind of meshes where, like, with the song, like, Wise Mary, it's very shoegazy through, but the, it's like a punk drum beat. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard. When you look at the drums and the bass, it's a pretty hard song, but the vocals are very kind of ethereal and, you know, mm-hmm. so so you get those influences in. So. There's a lot of crossover, yeah, like, like, Alex and Dale were saying like we we all like our own stuff but there's plenty of cross like we all like the cure we all like my lady Valentine I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. I'm a big Brian Jones Tom Masker fan so I love like anytime three or four guitarists on stage can yeah. really yeah. mesh well <laughs> but yeah no I don't, I don't think we kind of, I mean actually I remember like me and me and Alex saw my lady Valentine over the summer and after that sh- the show we, were, we we all of a sudden got a little more like maybe we should go or shoot like yeah. subconsciously even we are just kind of like bringing more shoegazy ideas mm-hmm. to the table a little washy and yeah, yeah. just getting that sound it's, and, and loud and yeah. wall of sound kind of thing like anything else we're just kind of I think we're just influenced by the last thing we heard and saw <laughs> right, you know yeah. whichever day you catch us on yeah, yeah.
it the, the wonders town of Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pennsylvania. We're big there now. And we didn't yeah, even play. Yeah. We met the guy, one of the guys that works at the Opera House. Yeah. Baby um, Town. Or, or Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe. I hope they're listening. <laughs> I don't know so, if they have internet there. So, <laughs> Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania is. It's basically the town out of Hocus Pocus. Or Big Fish. <laughs> or real place. Yeah. Real, is it really? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was, like, very, like... Surreal. Surreal and Halloween-y. They had, like, a Harry Potter-themed coffee shop. They had these, like, I, I got a scone. Yeah. Spooky things everywhere. And... Yeah, we got... Like, we were driving, making our way from... Basically, we had a, a show in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Mm-hmm. A big gap of time, and then shows in New York. So we just kind of made our way out east. You know, it was kind of a... a tour vacation kind of thing, just hanging out. And I think Jim Thorpe's, what, two hours, three hours from New York? About three hours of traffic. Yeah, I I was just looking on Airbnb for somewhere we could stay that wasn't, like, Philly or one of the bigger cities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then driving to New York the next day. So we got this one. We're, like, driving through the mountains at night. It's foggy. Pennsylvania's beautiful. Oh, it's great. Poconos. So when we finally, we get into this town... And it was like, we just went into like a Norman Rockwell painting, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. like, where the hell are we? And it America. was empty. There was nowhere, like you couldn't, there was nobody there. What? Yeah. It was strange. There was one, there was one, we found the one Irish bar, of course. <laughs> um, got some food and some drinks and almost immediately the manager was like, are you guys in a band? So we're, you know, six dudes that probably don't look like they belong in Jim Thorpe. <laughs> but yeah, we, we ended up meeting someone that worked at the Opera House there, and the Opera House was built by the Carnegie family, and yeah. it's almost as old as Carnegie Hall. And this Jim Thorpe was like a very quaint, rich town that the New Yorkers were escaped to back in the heyday of, you know, excess and jazz yeah. and yeah. all those great things. But yeah, and Jim Thorpe has absolutely nothing to do with that town. The, the football that player. That was the weirdest thing. thing. Yeah, like, because when he said, you know, Besides Dale was the getting the, looking for the place to stay, and I was like, Jim, like the football player, Jim Thorpe? And then I just like, oh, he must and have, like, athlete. was from there or something. But then we started looking, and um, was he was from Oklahoma. Yeah. Died. His wife was pissed because they didn't want to do anything for him. The and town, he was, like, a national hero. Yeah, you know? his hometown couldn't afford a statue, so eventually... <laughs> This small town in Pennsylvania that was once called um, oh, it was like Mouch Chunk or something. Mouch. Had a terrible name. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Munch Chunk or something, something like that. <laughs> Blowing chunks decided yeah. to <laughs> change their name to Jim Thorpe. And, yeah, they were looking uh, for tourism, so like you know, bring his remains here. We'll build like a monument to him. We'll rename the town, yeah. and then mm-hmm. it became like a tourist destination. And this is this is the basis of our concept album coming out next year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Come full circle. Thank you so much. This is great. Thank you for having us.
If you liked what you heard, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.